All right, here's a new idea for you, Stifler, okay? You find a girl, you two become best friends, and you don't bother counting how many times you have sex with each other. You just laugh at the people that do count. Here's a new idea for you. I'll get you a spoon so you can eat my ass. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike. Get off my bike. Crawford, what's up, buddy? What up, Brendo? How are you, man? How was your week, sir? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Can you hear me okay? Uh, you went out for a second, but you're back now. Yeah, uh, back in action. All right, good. Well, whatever. A lot of people, I annoy a lot of people anyway, so... It doesn't matter. I annoyed somebody <laughs> the other day. I did something stupid that I haven't done in a long time. Is uh, well, I honked. I honked at somebody. Shit all the time. I know, but I honked at somebody. But it was it was legitimate. So I was driving down a regular main street where there's two lanes. I'm in the right hand lane, going through a light, and I'm maybe about a hundred yards before the intersection, and a car does not stop to look. They just turn. In the right-hand lane in front, even though they have the red light, I have a green go-through. So, it was close enough to where I had to, like, go on the brakes pretty heavy or go around them. And so, I just chose to kind of, like, go around them a little bit, but give them a nice little horn. Like, dude, pay attention. Like, you have to stop and check. Had that been, like, three seconds later, we would have slammed. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> the guy rolls down his window and flips me the bird. And I'm just kind of like, and then rolls up his window. I'm like, really, dude? Okay. So then I stay in my, I go around in my my right-hand lane, whatever, like to go straight at the intersection again. This guy gets up to the light to turn right, and I just kind of threw up my hand, just one of my hands, like, like, whatever, dude. Like, you're the one that made the mistake. I just honked at you. And then he gives me another bird and then rolls up the window again. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I got time. So I made a right and I just started following him. Just followed him for like four blocks to where he like made a couple of right turns the same way, like to go around the block. I'm like, I'm just going to follow you just to make you super nervous because I know you're not the type of dude that has a gun in the back or anything like that. I could tell by your Hello Kitty stickers on your Civic and crap. Don't fucking do that to people. You're the one that made the mistake. Just own your mistake. Yo, that is the funniest shit ever because people are dicks when they're wrong, bro. Dude. <laughs> like, yo, when you're wrong, you need to say, I do. I'm a badass. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not the best driver in the world. I'm uber aggressive, bro. Yeah. And I want to drive fast <laughs> all the time. So when I make the mistake, like, I'm not going to cuss you out. I'm not going to do any extra shit. I'm going to put my head down and not look at you when you ride past me because I understand that I was wrong, bro. I hate people who, like, try to give give you the shit back when they were wrong bro you were wrong but the funniest shit about that entire story is that he rolled the window down every time to give you the finger and then rolled it back up like okay what am i gonna <laughs> do the through the glass bro like well he had super tinted windows on this really cool civic that his mom pays for or oh, whatever okay. okay you know what i mean 
it was just like, dude, well, here's the thing. I wasn't aggressively honking at him, but I like kind of gave him like the honk, like, hey, hey, pay attention. And then I got two, two fingers. I'm like, okay, buddy, let's see how you really feel about flipping people off. You know, it's a good thing. I'm not a scary person, but somebody might be fucking scary. Don't do that to him, dude. When was the last time you did some silly shit like that? Either followed somebody or fucking like messed with somebody. I followed a dude the other day. <laughs> but don't do that. I do have a gun. <laughs> I know. Don't do that. <laughs> and uh, what did this person do? And uh, what? He what almost did... hit me, man. Like he almost hit me. And then, like I said, he was wrong and tried to like yell and scream at me like he, you know what I'm saying? And then rolled his window down like he wanted some smoke. So I'm telling him to pull over. Like, bro, pull over. We can fight. Like, bro, like, what? I'll punch you in your face. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Pull over. So I followed him for a little while, but then I had somewhere to go, and he didn't pull over. So it is what it is. But I'm like, it was like a pizza driver, bro. Like, what? Like, who well, gave you the... Dude. Pizza driver, that's like a high school kid that has its license, Mike. You gotta give him a break. And they're trying to they're- me off twice, bro. Like the first time you let stuff go, the second time I can't let it go because we're in vehicles, bro. Like you can literally hurt me and take my life out here just cutting me off and playing being stupid. That's and I know I drive stupid sometimes. So I know when I, I know what stupid driving looks like. I do it all the time. And you were driving stupid, bro. If it was me, I promise you, I put my head down and I keep it moving because I I be wrong sometimes. But don't be wrong and then act like you weren't wrong. See, so so if that if that dude did get out of the the pizza car, would you have just bitch slapped him like uh, the cuck Will Smith <laughs> did the freaking uh, yeah, Chris did, Rock? Would just overhand him, bro. Like what the five figures say in the face will smith them man even though i think that was all stage but yeah we're not gonna talk about the oscar oh yeah we are you do think it was staged <laughs> absolutely if you watch the video of him walking away like he's definitely smiling like and he's chris rock know, leaned man. into it and chris Rock's sales for his comedy tour have gone up like 400 percent. yeah <laughs> like i don't know man i just think it was a farce yeah, but here's the thing: The Rock. Sh- I don't. I wouldn't put it past anybody because they are actors. Um, but here's the here's the deal: The Chris Rock shows he doesn't need the money, and his shows were already sold out. It's the scalpers that are making all this crazy money because they're like, "Oh, he's going to talk about this shit." So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the if it's staged or not. I think there could be. Um, some truth to that, for sure. I mean, here's my final thought of why I think it's fake. Because Chris Rock played Pookie. Anybody know know who Pookie is, character Chris Rock played in CB4, I want to say, I believe. So he know the hood rules. He know, even though he might not been black for a while, because he did just let some white guy say the N-word the other day, which, uh, of the year. Probably old, but yeah, he's wild for that. He deserved. It. Actually, Will should have smacked him for that. But anyway, um, all right, we're gonna get it further into this, but keep going. Um, what about to say? And um, so uh, I'm saying about Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah, about Chris Rock. So he understands what goes on in the hood to some degree. So if you just made a joke about somebody's wife and they get up out their seat and are walking towards you. 
you better get into I'm going to hit them or at least I need to be in a position to defend myself mode. Yeah. To just stand there with your face wide open to let him openly smack you just is more of the reason why I believe this has to be a farce. Like, come on. All right. So what? Have been All right. So hang on. Rewind a little bit. Because I don't know this thing about Chris Rock and some white dude saying the N-word. Like to his face or like on his I show? or. Yeah, who's the guy? They're just sitting around like doing like a podcast type of situation, okay. just talking. No one's recording it, and like they just they're talking about it, and he just says it like a couple of times. And Chris Rock just laughing, like that's what you should have been smacked. But you should have been smacked when that came out. Gotcha. I forget who the guy is. I'll look it up in the background and tell you in a second. Oh, it doesn't matter. I just wanted to know what you were upset with Chris Rock about for not being black enough. I mean, I ain't even saying. Not even All right, let's say it wasn't staged. Let's say it wasn't staged. How do you feel about okay. it? I mean, that's his foolishness. He took away from the biggest moment of his career to smack a guy for making a joke who makes jokes all the time. Like, that's what he does for a living. He makes jokes. Yeah. And it, was, <laughs> it wasn't even about, like, the fact that everybody bones his wife. It was just about, like... A movie with her hair or whatever which you know there's yeah i mean she has alopecia and yes it is a disease but she's not dying from out like and she's been had it yeah so it's not killing and it's not even she's not even really going out for gi jane that was a joke they're doing a remake of that movie powder from the 90s they're gonna do (laughs) it a black version called gunpowder she's gonna be the lead role that's not true Anyway, well, that was fucking fun, Mike. Stop looking shit up. It's making your internet drag. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting all choppy. Oh, anyway. You're getting choppy? Yeah. It was Louis C.K. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. He's a fucking maniac. <laughs> uh, all right, so you want to hear a good thing about the Oscars? Is yeah. the uh, that documentary that... We had talked about a while ago the Queen of Basketball about Lucy Stewart. That one won the yeah. Oscar for uh, Best Documentary. Yeah, Shaq and Steph Curry. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to watch it now? No. Oh. I don't like Shaq and Steph Curry that much. No, I'll probably watch it. I'll st- I'll but now that won an Oscar, fucking doesn't matter about them. It matters about the person it was I about. Kobe's uh, documentary that won an Oscar. Me neither. there's too much other shit going on man too much other shit i watch like i've watched kobe i don't need to see documentaries on that shit i was there i don't even know what the documentary is about that he used to win an oscar like i don't even know what what won an oscar i just know he won an oscar yeah i uh, it was the the mamba thing that came out a few years ago a couple years ago whatever it was i don't know it was okay i think i tried to watch some of it but it didn't pique my interest enough. Just because something Kobe was in or produced, like, I don't need to see every silly little thing that he touched. That's silly. True. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what else is silly? The other day I was what? in the parking lot of the store, and I got out of my the car store, and wa- walked around, and I was like, like, out loud, because I'm an idiot, I was just like, ooh, it smells like garlic, and then I see this old Italian lady getting out of her car, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Did she smack you? No, she was like, it's okay, or whatever, I don't know. 
<laughs> no, but I just felt weird. Because I like I don't know, I say shit out loud all the time and I'm like, oh yeah, there are people that live in this world. You can't just say random shit that people might think you're talking about them or to them. Yeah, she should have Will Smith be man. But I got this guy I follow this guy on TikTok who does shit like that. Like he acts like he's on the phone, he walks up and says shit about per- people that not like in the grocery store shit. I'll send it to you. You'll probably get a kick out of it. I'm never gonna watch funny. that. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you like it though it does give me the giggles i like that well it just reminds me of what you just said like you just said something about somebody and they just hear you and be like oh they think you talk about them and type shit like oh it's just funny it's that type of that oh. gotcha right. that's what made me think of it oh well while the oscars were going on i guess i'll work backwards through my weekend it was kind of eventful um we were doing a good old-fashioned Sunday cookout at our house after baseball and stuff. It was like, you know, we're at the fields watching the other kids play, the older kids, and we're like, hey, does everybody want to come over to our house after this and just chill out? It was like, yeah, we'll see if we can come. So it ended up being like, you know, a few people were able to come over and hang and whatever. So that was kind of cool. But there are a couple of things that came out of that. So <laughs> it sparked a conversation what do deaf people do when they come? Do they do like hand do signals? <laughs> do they just let you it out like, do like? That's what they do <laughs> when they're trying to talk noise, not to laugh at it because I don't laugh at deaf people. <laughs> You're laughing right now. <laughs> I know. Hey, what's the matter here? These deaf people are getting lucky. It's better than you or I are doing right now. Not really, I don't bro. Know. But I just saw the. I just heard the. I don't know if you you don't listen to the radio much, probably. And I don't either. I just happened to be in the car the other day listening to the radio, and I heard this disability like this disability commercial, which is the wildest commercial to me, right? Because it's like if you see us, you don't have to hold the door and be nice to. We want to be treated like everybody else. We're human, but then the end of the commercial is like, don't look down on us and. How am I not going to look down on you? You're in a wheelchair, spots. bro. Yeah, and it's like, don't look down on us. Don't park in our parking spot. So what do you want? Do you want us to not treat you special or to treat you special, bro? Like I'm a bit confused from this commercial, but I can see what you're trying to do here. But Oh, okay. So I get it. So it's like when we go to the movie theater, when they have the that, ever heard a commercial like this. that little section of like hey don't park here because we need the room to get the ramp out like treat you like everybody else park just close enough to where you can't get the ramp down all the way and you got to shimmy out like in between the vehicles you got to kind of like half fold up the wheelchair i don't know like i think i have to treat you differently i'm sorry i know you say you want to be treated like everybody else and i heard this commercial but it's just not happening like it's not if i see you coming i'm going to hold the door for you like bro. like if you want to open the door on your own then tell me when you get there because until then i'm gonna hold the door for you sorry what if they can't tell you what if they're deaf they better sign it like move what if they're just like move move and then they give you the burden next thing you know you got to follow them around <laughs> there you go. Threaten their life. <laughs> oh man, how did we even get here? Oh, oh yeah, coming. The other thing. Speaking of things that make you feel good, I I don't know if I overdid it again. 
or not. But at this little get together, this little barbecue we had, uh, uh, one of our friends brought over dessert for everybody. So they brought it over in the form of ice cream sandwiches. Okay. Now one of now it comes in a box of seven. I've never seen a box of seven before. I've only seen like sixes and tens <laughs> and twelves. I don't know. Like same that beers come in, treats come in. Well, you got those from Costco, buddy. Don't worry. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, so I ended up eating three ice cream sandwiches after I. By the way, at this cookout, I made uh, buffalo chicken, <laughs> hot dogs, bratwurst hamburgers um like peppers and onions like i i made so much stuff and i wasn't even sure if anybody except for one family was coming over <laughs> <laughs> oh but just uh, too much and food somehow you still managed to eat three ice cream sandwiches yeah so i managed to eat three ice cream sandwiches and then i finished cleaning up after everybody left this was sunday night and then once everybody went to bed, I went outside, got elevated, and then I housed a whole box. So I ended up eating 10 ice cream sandwiches that night. Whoa. Hey, bro. That's <laughs> so a that lot. is a lot. Because my wife was like, dude. And I was like, what? That's like, they weren't that big. And she's like, how are you just not <laughs> sick, though? And I was like, I don't know. I don't think that's a lot, really. Like, I think you're just, that's just a lot of ice cream. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of ice cream sandwiches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I could have kept going. I ran out of sandwiches. I <laughs> know, because you could have kept going. Yeah, I was about to say, you probably could have kept going. You probably next time. Tell them to bring the 100 box, bro. Oh, <laughs> it was good. Oh, man, the worst is they have the 20 box of It's It. Have you ever... Oh, you don't eat fucking ice cream. Um, and I'm guessing the reason why you know it was a 74 box is because you had the box. It wasn't a 74 box. It was a box it. of seven, you maniac. I didn't eat 74 ice creams. I thought you said it was a box of 74 and you just polished off the box after the party. That's no, there was a saying. box. The boxes of ice cream sandwiches came in seven. I've never seen oh, into, okay. like packaged things. Like, I thought you said 74. That's why I said Costco. No, 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 no. <laughs> Seven before. I've never seen them in seven before. I think is what I said. There you go. So okay, so ten ice cream sandwiches is a lot. I'm a, I'm coming to understand here. Yes, yeah, that's a whole lot. <laughs> that's that's more than you need, sir. But that's like a I don't know. I guess a half gallon of ice cream is a lot to eat in one sitting. But I could do that pretty easy. I don't know. I guess I don't have very good things to compare. <laughs> Not half a gallon, yeah, but I need to. Yeah, I usually need two pints if I'm really gonna like actually <laughs> satisfy my craving. Like, I'll get through one and be like, mm, Papa needs more. <laughs> so, well, I like, I think I want to get some like dairy free ice cream tonight now that we're on it and make some like milkshakes at like midnight. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You know what you can do is put some little graham cracker crumbs in there. Graham cracker crumbs. Or golden grams. Just throw those in the blender with the milkshakey stuff. It can be done. It's going to be fun. Ice cream and some type of side snack. Right. All in the blender. And then, uh, so get, on Saturday, Saturday, we uh, went to the theater. A friend uh, was directing a play. I want to call it 
I think it was a play. a play. I feel bad now not understanding or knowing what it was called, but I think it was a play. Uh, it Are was they a acting out on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was a it was a theatrical performance. Um, there you go. That's a play, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but it was just kind of it was different. It was a smaller was smaller a venue. It was at your spot, um, East LA College, where she teaches. East LA College is where they do your show. They did it with the football team and then the basketball team last season. All American something. All American. They, they take All American at USC. No. I mean at UCLA. No. East Los Angeles College. Oh, oh, that's not. Um, that's um, that's real life, bro. That's uh. Yeah. What's the show? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, show? I can't think of it on Netflix. Fuck you, man. Last That's your show. Last Chance You. Last Chance You. Thank you. Last Chance You. <laughs> yeah, so we went to a theatrical performance at Last Chance You. And it was fucking <laughs> awesome. It was really, really rad. It was an hour and a half. We, we used the money. Does the school look decent? <laughs> uh, it looked like the sports facilities were upgraded. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, but no, it was, dude, the performance was really good. It was really cool. It was an hour and a half. And for a lot of people, that's a lot, but I was like, okay, it's better than most of the hour and a half movies I've seen in the last five years. So yeah, I'll take it. The only difference is you have to deal with stuff that's, you know, you don't usually deal with like a one-year-old in the audience that's right behind us. That was trying to participate in the performance. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then. I don't know why people bring babies to shit like that. See, it was such a smaller performance. I don't know if they were related to somebody in the performance or not. You know what I mean? Like, that could have been. I, mean, I didn't say they were wrong for doing it. I just don't understand why you would do it. Did you come? So, personally, you couldn't have be coming to enjoy yourself because you know that shit wasn't going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so here's the deal. If your baby is at a thing like that for whatever reason, you get one shot of like 20, 15 seconds maybe at the max to like get it under control. Otherwise, you got to bounce. If it ha- happens a second time, no matter what, you got to bounce. That should be the mm-hmm. rules. So there, you know, the the mom or whoever was watching the kid got it cooled out pretty quick after the first round. So it was like, okay. And then it kind of chirped up a little bit, a little bit later, got up to cool down, no problem. And then, like, the third time it was, like, out of control, kind of. That was maybe about (laughs) halfway through the show. But since this person had had this bolstered confidence from getting this kid to be quiet the first couple of times, they're like, okay, I could just, like, it'll go away soon. And the longer it went on, it's like, any time now, it's got to be done, right? <laughs> but then I hear this very familiar noise coming from somewhere behind me. We're in, like, the third row. We got primetime seats saved for us. I felt so bad. They held the show just for us because our friend was a co-director. They're like, she knew we were coming. And she's, like, saved us the primetime seats, and we're, like, five minutes late because this whole scenario... Oh, I'll tell you a whole about it. But anyway, so we were there, and then I hear this shushing. This shh. And I'm like, okay. It's not working. 
like this the person that's taking care of the baby i'm like that's not working you got to do something else well come to find out it was somebody else that was telling this baby to be quiet that didn't even know this baby like this baby's not listening to the person that is comfortable with you think he's gonna listen to a stranger like you're gonna sue this baby come on man and uh, by the way if you're the person holding the baby and somebody else is trying to shush it like i can see somebody like hey get out of here like i that's more acceptable to me than shushing shushing it's like oh you want to help here you take care of the baby then motherfucker mind your business you know let me just be an asshole by myself don't you be an asshole too don't compound the error bro i think you're looking at that the wrong way but you know (laughs) i don't know all i know is the baby is not the asshole in this scenario the baby is never the asshole in any scenario. The baby it probably shouldn't want to be, doesn't want to be there, which is why they're making all the noise in the first fucking place. Yeah, baby don't want to be at those shows. That shit's born. It's probably born to anybody under the age of six because they don't understand what the hell is going on, bro. Yeah, I mean there were some puppets involved, so that was kind of cool. That was fun. It was just a really good show. I can't say enough good things about it. I'm looking forward to the next oh, sure. whatever they put together. That's why they're kids, baby. Yeah, that's why they're kids. But so we were we were five minutes late to the show, and I here's the deal. We went with uh, another couple, so we were doing a double date to go down there. Doubly. Yeah. So this place was down in Monterey Park. Southern California. So we go down and we're supposed to grab dinner. And I'm like, okay, uh, by the, with traffic and everything, we're going to get there at like 7 o'clock. This thing starts at 8. So we have to find somewhere. We find a, a place that's like five minutes away that uh, the person who's directing this performance was like, oh, this is my local spot where I like to go. So we're like, okay, we know the food's going to be good. And we know it's real close because it's right next to campus. So we're going to be real close. So we get down there at like 7. Mexican restaurant, we go up and they're like, you're not getting a table. Whatever. So uh, the uh, the female that was with us like is trying to do her thing. It's not working. So we're like, all right. They're like, go up. There's another Mexican restaurant right up the road. Just go walk there. And we're like, oh, damn. It's like that. Okay. So we go up there, we walk in, and we're like, ooh, this place looks like you're stepping in diarrhea. We're going to go ahead. And they Like, the people that were eating there looked up at us like, you don't want to eat here. We're like, okay. All right, thank you for that. We're going to leave. We saw Chinese restaurant on the way back, so let's just go hike it over there. I'm like, you know what? Let me go, let me go talk to this guy. Let me go talk to a manager. So I go in, grease his palm a little bit. Next thing you know, we got the prime timetable in the place. So we're sitting down at like 7.10. Like, table's here. I told him, hey, we're on a crunch. We got to go see a show at 8 o'clock. We got to go. So we like sit down, order our drinks, our entrees, everything ready to go. We got our bill at like quarter to 8. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're good. And then just the time to process the bill and everything, we ended up being a few minutes late. But... We came in like right under the wire, considering we didn't have a place to eat at seven o'clock. So I don't know. Considering we were only five minutes late in the grand scheme of things, it's like, wow, that's kind of impressive. Well, you know, man, I'm black, so I'm always on CP time. Shit, you'd have been there on Sunday, dude. 
<laughs> no. they're like, this isn't when church is starting. Like, bro, we've been done last night. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yes, man. Sir. Well, this, uh, this episode, episode whatever it is, 65, is coming out on Major League Baseball. Yeah, 65, dude. Congratulations. You made it to 65. Maybe that's what we're going to do. We'll just, since we don't know how long we're really going to live, we'll just live out podcasts. We're like, we, we're 65, Mike. We did it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, One man, more man, round, man, baby. You know it, baby. It'll be the it's average mean. Oh, but yeah, MLB opening day uh, 2022 is Thursday, March 31st, the last day of March, which seems like a weird day to get it started, but I thought it was always yes. the first week of April. And we get Red Sox Yankees second week of the se- weekend of the year. What a beautiful day. Yeah, so let me, let me give you a couple of the uh, opening lines to win the World Series. So the Dodgers are heavy favorites, as they should be. They're at plus four seventy five, so you throw down four hundred seventy five or a hundred bucks to win four hundred seventy five, so uh, just a little, little less than five to one, which is like not worth betting a season long bet that's only five to one. It's just not ever. What? Depends on how much money you got. If you got fifty thousand dollars to risk, At the, it's worth it. But here's the thing: is come playoff time, there's still going to be five to one going into the playoffs. Maybe no, four to one. No, no, no. They'll be way less than that because they're going to run through. I believe that they are t- like when I say. What happens if everybody gets injured? What well, happens that, if that they buy buy Miss American Pie yeah. this thing? Sorry to say it, but come on. What what happens if Miss something America, awful you happens? Miss American Pie this with the team that they got, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, like really, like we are Marshall. I'm just saying. I'm not hoping. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I know you're hoping because you're a giant. No, I'm not. Actually, I would never wish that or hope that. But I'm just saying you can't no, I'm, rule I'm it out. That they, that, that they lose, not that anyone gets hurt. No one wants to see anybody get hurt. But I'm talking about just that they don't, they're not as good as we think. What if they all get the yips at the same time? It's that that would be that would be the only way their team, like with the DH and no pitcher has to, that is absolutely cheating. The squad that they're able to field one through nine, bro. Like honestly speaking, one through nine, it is absolutely like they just went and brought everything. Yeah. Like they don't even have no place really to put Freeman. Really, he really can't play first. But Muncy, he's gonna play first, and they're gonna let Muncy DH. But honestly speaking, because he's probably better defensively than Muncy, and you can't play Freeman in the outfield. I don't think he's that. Muncy's gonna play second. You think they're gonna make Muncy play second? That's where they've got him. Ooh, that's that's tough. He's that good defensively? No, he's that good offensively. To where they're like, whatever. No, you got to put them in. So who's going to be DHing for, for the Dodgers right now? Um, right off the bat, I don't know. Because you're going to have you're going to have Chris Taylor, Mookie, and Belly. Or I'm sorry, you'll have either Chris Taylor or AJ Pollock or Cody Bellinger as your DH, and the other two will play in the outfield. Okay, there you go. And that'll be the standard rotation, or Chris Taylor will go to second. Max Muncy's the DH. 
Max Muncy goes to third. Chris Taylor, like they li- literally can just do anything they want. That's why they yeah, signed Chris Muncy Taylor to that huge deal. Yes, he can do it. And then, then he gives you. He's, he's the he's the chip. He's the tool. Because if he can play anywhere, then he's the tool. Because you can move him all and give people days off. Yeah, because but he'll. Besides, I don't know who their catcher is, so I don't know if he can hit. But one through eight, they are great. It doesn't They're even matter. Play. Oh, by the way, their catcher is fucking Will Smith, the kid that's raking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bro, that's just their team is utterly ridiculous. Our, our yeah, NFL their catcher. Team, by the way, their catcher, the guy that you couldn't think of, might be their cleanup hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Like that is fucking insane, bro. <laughs> so like, the, the amount of money that they have to put this roster together is absolutely insane, bro. Hey, and the thing about it, they lost a guy who makes like thirty million. Like they lost, um, Corey. What's it, Seager? Yeah. This the the Dodgers are fucking cheaters. And not like really. My, I like my infield. My infield can go against any infield in the world. Just my outfield has got a, a 200 guy and a guy that I don't even know how he's going to hit because he had a good year last year, though. Yeah, so your Red Sox are at 22 to 1 right off the jump. I'll take that all day just because we randomly win the World Series here and there. So for 22 to 1, you can put a couple hundred dollars on it and come, come up. See, another team that randomly wins a World Series, I mean, it doesn't seem like it, but they do, uh, is the White Sox that are at 12-1. to 1. That's kind of like my outside pick. Like, mm, if I had to put money on it, I'd put like some money on. on the White Sox at 12-1. to 1. Yeah, I like them odds, and I think they have a chance to win it because they got yeah. a team. Why are the Blue Jays so... The like, Blue Jays are, are the second favorite at 8-1. to 1. They got those young yeah. boys hitting... Yeah, but they don't have no pitching, and they play in the AL East. Yeah, but then they just sign like I don't know. They they do some That's weird. Did they sign pitchers. some pitching that I don't know about? I don't know, but they basically have everybody's, you know, second generation Blue yeah, Jays. They have a whole bunch of second generation guys yeah, on their team. Like but they're Mario's just son, Vlad son. Like they got Dante Bichette's kiddo. Yeah, they think they're gonna rape to win the. So basically, they picked the Blue Jays to win the American League. Yeah. It's basically what these odds are saying. Yep. That shit's going to shift by the third week of the season. Blue Jays ain't winning the AL East. Not, not while I'm still alive, buddy. Ain't seen it. Ain't planning on seeing it. All right. Sorry to tell them. And then the Giants are at, guess what? The Giants are at 20 to 1. How that's possible, I don't know. They've, they got exponentially yeah. worse. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Who's gonna lose? Well, Buster Posey's gone. He retired. Yeah, but you didn't sign um, the guy from. Who'd you sign this offseason? You just signed somebody, I believe. Yeah, but Chris Bryant left. He went yeah, to the Chris... Rock. He went to the Rockies. Oh, he went to the Rockies. Yeah, okay. we lost him. Didn't and lost Buster Posey. Didn't really sign anybody, and then we still have like Johnny Cueto under contract and fucking like just. Evan Longoria. Yeah, that old balls. That guy is just put together with like old toothpicks and bubble gum. And he's not even that good. He was never that good. He had like three good seasons when he was super young on the Rays. That's when he was good. He had the, um, oh gosh, not Pete Alonzo. Who was the third baseman that played for the Mets that everybody was so apeshit over? And he had like two good years. David Wright. Oh, David, David Wright. Uh, David. 
Okay. Everybody was bananas over David Wright, and then it was like he got hurt once and was never the same. Never the same. Yeah. Same Evan Longoria 2.0. Yeah, but that's because these dudes played their whole life, their whole career. You should, like if you get injured in baseball, it's really like it's a different thing. You've never experienced it, bro, because you don't get hurt in baseball that much. Like, yeah, you take time off for injuries because it's wear and tear. Yeah, it's a lot of wear and tear. It's not a lot of high impact injuries. Yeah, no high impact stuff. So. Like when you do go and it's the first time and you're not if you're not mentally tough, man, you gotta you can't get through that stuff. People don't understand how much of this is mental. Like you gotta be mentally tough to get through getting injured or tearing your ACL or missing not doing the thing you love for a whole year. Like that shit is tough on you mentally. You gotta be able to deal with that shit. Bro, I got the yips as a little league coach. That's a real real thing. I was pitching <laughs> I was pitching to kids and coaches pitch. And I was an assistant coach throwing, and then it was like I just I started throwing it into the ground and like hit a couple of kids, and I'm like, what is going? This is from 14 feet away. What's happening right now? And then it was like, all right, let's switch it up. So I just went behind the plate, and I couldn't even throw it back to the other coach. Like I was like, I'm coaching first from now on. I don't know what happened, and it, I lost it for like a year and a half. I was like, I don't know what happened. My arm broke. My arm's just broken now. It was a real thing. <laughs> I can't imagine that being your real professional life, and then you're like, uh, I don't know if I could do this the same anymore. That's got to be so yeah, hard. That shit is crazy. Bananas. You know what else is bananas about baseball? They just came out with this Home Run Derby X thing. Do you see this bullshit? No. So it's really, it hurts me to even talk about it. So. <laughs> they're going to do Major League Baseball is going to put on this international traveling home run derby. It, they're going to go to like Mexico City. They're going to go somewhere like New Zealand or something. Like, I don't know. They're going to do some weird stuff. And they have four major um, people of representation, if you will. So they have the Dodgers, and their main rep is Adrian Gonzalez. You've got Johnny Gomes is in there, Giovanni Soto for the uh, Cubs, and then I think somebody for the Red Sox is in there. So they've got these four captains, if you will, that are going to go from city to city and have a home run derby where the home plate is elevated on a stage and the pitcher's mound is on like a platform and they have a shortened fence with like target zones, kind of like a like a top shot golf thing, but it's for home run derby. It's the weirdest thing that I've heard of in a very long time. And MLB's like, yeah, this is a good idea. Like they haven't seen the XFL fail multiple times. Yeah, they'll do anything to sell tickets. But the AFL is coming back. It's uh, I think tonight's opening night, right? I don't know. That's a perfect example. USFL, some shit. One of those leagues is coming back yep. like tonight. Nobody tomorrow. cares. Somebody's going to watch. I guarantee they have decent ratings. It's There's going to be man. one person that comes out of this bullshit and goes to the NFL, and then we'll have a new he hate me, and we'll be all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tommy he Maddox, come me. on down. <laughs> Fucking whatever, dude. It's not that big of a deal. Yo, I, can't, I can't believe he actually named this. I remember that guy. He was a fucking cornball. Rod Smart. I remember his real name. 
Rod Smart. What's his real name? Rod Smart. I just said it three times. Now it's like Candyman. Oh, He's going to come haunt my fucking man, dreams. Man. He hate me. He hate me. He hate me. Candyman. Candyman. Keep saying it. And you're going to see me fucking appear. Whatever. I thought 50 Cent was the Candyman. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, you know who's not a quarterback anymore. Taysom Hill. Fucking bye-bye, bitch. <laughs> They're like, we're not even going to pretend like we're going to experiment anymore. We got you locked in this crappy contract. We're signing Andy Dalton. He's Jameis Winston's backup. You're a tight end. See you later. See you in four years. Negotiate your contract again. <laughs> hey, he's better off than your boy that you hate. What's his name? Rosen. Oh, what happened to him? Did he just get flat out run over finally? No, I haven't heard anything about him, but I know you hate exactly. him. Exactly. His- <laughs> exactly. He's going to be working at your local Costco changing tires. Fucking loser. <laughs> He'll never change tires. He was rich before he got to the NFL. I, know. I think his parents are like, Maybe he'll work at his shit. parents' Costco. They'll make him the manager. <laughs> like, uh, you still got to do something. Well, think about it. If his parents are doctors, then he's probably made more money in them. And they're probably good doctors. And he's a shit-ass quarterback. <laughs> and a shit person. Too bad they're not surgeons of personality. <laughs> they fuck something See, up I there. like uh, orthopedics or something, I believe, is what I read a while back. When Maybe that's why I hate him. Because that guy's like a foot. Ew. Fuck that guy. I don't even know why I hate him that much. I just really do. <laughs> I don't know either. Like, it's one of those things where as soon as somebody defends something I don't like, I just instantly feel the need to set fire to it. <laughs> what did he defend that you don't like? Yeah, I need to know. I don't know. Huh? What did you defend on him that I didn't like? No, what did he defend that you didn't like? No, he didn't do shit. He didn't defend anything. Oh. He's just a dick. I don't like him. He's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> He's a bad person, and he's rude. I don't care for him. I've heard that before. He's rude in not a funny way. He's rude in a I think I'm better than you way, which is not cool. So who do you think more of as a whole? Young Rosen or young Clawson, who pulled up to Notre Dame in a limo and was shit at quarterback? Uh, I think <laughs> that Rosen now is still worse than young Jimmy Clawson. He's still a piece <laughs> of shit because he doesn't even realize it. That's why. Jimmy Clausen failed and then was like, oh, 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 never mind. I'm going to go ahead and shut up and go to class. I'm going to listen to everything old Chuck Pie Man has to say. And I'm going to do my best here. And Josh Rosen just yeah, like, man, I didn't have a great college career, but I'll, I'll do it in the pros. It's like, bro, you're getting upset because you didn't get picked. But you didn't even have that good of a college career. What did you do? What titles did you win? You didn't do shit, man. No, but the people told him he was good. That's the problem, bro. When the people who are supposed to make me making these decisions are walking around telling you how good you are and you're, cats, and you're the cat's pajamas, then you get that shit really in your head. That's So that's why, I, like, a lot of this recruiting and shit, man, I'm telling you. You ever see a bird getting is. sick, like about to hawk something up? Like, no. oh, well, that's what Josh Rosen <laughs> looks like normally. <laughs> He's ugly, bird-looking no, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo. Well, oh, maybe he'll play for the Bills. 
The Buffalo fans are going to hawk it up. All but, that goddamn money they're about to pay for this stadium. <laughs> $850 million is coming out of New York's pocket. For $1.4 billion state. So they're paying, they're basically footing the bill, bro. Two-thirds, yeah. And then the NFL and yeah. the Bills are coming up with $550 million. Which, by the way. Together. Which means they're splitting that 225, and the NFL can sneeze the 225, and the owner of a football team can sneeze 225. Yeah, well, here's the thing the 225 from the NFL is actually 225 divided by 31. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's $8 million plus for all the different owners to throw in the pot, and then they got this brand new stadium that they can go and play Jason. at. That they can go make money that is also going to get broken down back between them. Exactly. Oh, the NFL is a fucking smart business uh, model. I'm not. It's a pyramid scheme that's actually a diamond because it just it goes from top to bottom and then it goes bottom to top and then just top to bottom, bottom to top. That works. That's the problem. Yeah. Because everybody is forced to contribute. You know, when you get those emails, it'd be like, "Yo, you and four friends donate four hundred, and then you'll get back." You know the way that works. If you keep getting people to buy into it, that's the only way a pyramid scheme works. But guess what? The NFL has a pyramid scheme that nobody has a damn choice. This is a split the money league. You bring it in, we split it. So nobody has a choice in the matter. So yeah. the pyramid scheme works. You know what this is? <laughs> the NFL <laughs> gets bringing so much fucking more money than everybody else. It's like, yeah, go ahead, keep bringing it in, Jerry, because you're feeding the whole league, buddy. Bring it in, we're gonna split it up. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Jerry's apparel deals outside the NFL, which is why we're the number one richest franchise in the world. Because he was smarter than they was. And by the time. way, how about this? <laughs> like that, yeah the the uh, Cowboys beat down the Bills in all those uh, Super Bowls. The Bills are like, you know, what we are gonna do better than Jerry Jones. Better fucking stadium, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not, they're not even getting the dome, so they still won't be able to get the Super Bowl. How fucking stupid is that to spend one point four billion dollars on a stadium and not make it? A they dome? better have heated seats. billion and no roof? The fools who came up with this idea are just dumb as the people who donate the money to do it. Because y'all are dumb to not get a roof. Like, the roof means you can get the Super Bowl, which means you can get extra money, bro. Like, what? Who thought this plan out? Somebody didn't think this all the way through. Well, you know what the NFL's plan on new stadiums is? It's like, it's those signs you see on the road, like, Call me to invest, and it's like, hey, I'm putting in five grand of my own money, so you know that I'm real, but I need 20 of yours. (laughs) And then they just do that over and over and over and over. Oh, the NFL swindler. The NFL swindler. That's what's going on. Fucking guys. I bet you it's going to be a rad stadium without a ceiling. It's gonna be top of the it's gonna be top of the art, state of the art. I mean, state of the line, top of the art, whatever. They're doing it. They're obviously doing it wrong if there's not a roof on the fucking thing. Well, they might have just like heat coming from the top of the motherfucker. Doesn't matter when you're gonna have weather in February in Buffalo. Like you can't just pull a big tarp over the top for the Super Bowl, guys. (laughs) 
Come on. No, they're not getting no Super Bowl. You don't have a dome, you will not get the Super Bowl, brody. They tried that one time in New York, and they realized, uh, bad idea. Shit. They were mad that the Detroit outside of the Super Bowl was a shitty doing that week, even though the actual Super Bowl was inside. They were like, man, this place is just too cold to have other shit going on to make the extra money. So we're not coming back here either, because y'all don't help us make no goddamn money. People don't want to have fun out here. It's cold as shit. It's also fucking Detroit. <laughs> uh, that like hell with y'all Play too. Manhunt is a real game. <laughs> oh, did you hear that Tiger Woods is fucking probably going to be in the Masters? I heard that because he did. I was watching. I forgot what I was watching. He played a whole eighteen. The whole eighteen, like the week the before. Fuck, yeah, he's been playing the. So, you know, stories always come out late. They say he's been playing Augusta, like, mm-hmm. for a while now, like, for a couple like a couple months now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, but that's the thing is that's how Tiger rolls. He's like, he's not going to warm up with other tournaments. He's like, I'm fucking Tiger Woods. If I'm coming back for a tournament, I'm only going to play that course a thousand times. <laughs> and, you know, by the way, when Tiger's playing 18 right now, he's not, like, hitting his shot and walking up to it. He's... Got a cart. He's dropping five balls, hitting them all five different ways to see where he, what he likes from that position. Then going and hitting five from each spot that he's at. Like he's playing that course for six hours by himself. Yeah, but the thing is, is I'm just worried. Can he make it walking the whole, like the whole thirty six over three days if he makes the cut? Or you know what I mean? Like that knee can't be like fully healed, bro. So putting that torque and then walking that yeah, but as look while he's ramping up his his walking, you know what I mean, like getting used to it, getting getting that going. He's also tempering in all of his opioids, so that way when he's like, (laughs) if he's got to play on Saturday, he's got a nice tolerance built up to where he can you know throw back the jar a little bit. I hate to see Tiger in red on Sunday, bro. Like. If, if Tiger managed to be in red on Sunday, everybody in front of him would probably shit their holy pants, bro. Because <laughs> I mean, in your mind, you would have to think, like, this is fucking, I, he's got to be a fucking bubonic. Like, he's got to be some type of robot, and he's definitely probably going to win. <laughs> like, you have to be thinking that in your mind, if he happens to play, have a good weekend, after all he's been through, you're like, what? He managed to fucking do this? What? Well, if he's bubonic, I, I mean, fucking, what are you gonna do about that? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Something's up with that. <laughs> bionic, bubonic, whatever the fuck he is. He's some type of robot shit. He's fifty to one. How do you not put ten bucks to win five hundred for Tiger? Yeah, definitely. If he's been playing the course fifty times in the last two months, bro, Tiger's supposed to be dead. He's he got that Magic Johnson fucking doctor. <laughs> but no, there's, there's now there's a universal cure for AIDS. So Magic Johnson wasn't. I'm not saying Tiger Woods has AIDS. I'm just saying you know you got some magical doctors out there that are like, I got the real shit that we're not allowed to use. <laughs> That's what they get. The crash was supposed to kill him. Fuck healing. Yeah, the crash and the healing part I understand because modern medicine is a motherfucker. The guy was supposed to die in the crash per everything that they've said. So 
coming back from that to win the Masters, bro, there's no way he's folding on Sunday. Like, if he gets to Sunday and he's in red and he's in contention to win, everybody in the forum is just going to crumble because they know he's coming. Like, he's fucking coming. This is a robot. He's I will he's say that this is the field is very fragile right now. To where, yeah. and I mean that saying there's no true alphas. Like the people that, there are a couple of guys trying to be alphas, and it's just not working because they're not winning. Like Brooks Kepka can't be an alpha anymore. Bryson DeChambeau can't be an alpha anymore. Like these big shit talkers, it doesn't matter anymore. Phil Mickelson's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is fucking. It, it's all these young guys and the, the vets that are still around are either, like, soft-spoken dudes in the first place that are just like, hey, man, let me just get my 20th place check, which is $130,000. I'll do this every week. For, you know, like, I'm good. You know what I mean? And Or they're foreign. They're European or something. They're international players who are generally just more reserved. So there's no alphas in golf right now. So if Tiger Woods does come up on a Sunday and is within four strokes of the lead... I would not be surprised if people lost it more than he won it. But oh, not to say he that he couldn't it. still he do it, him. that wouldn't be he an amazing thing. Anybody who came up with Tiger, he ruined them because every time he would crush everybody. So yeah. they're ruined, man. They're permanently ruined. <laughs> oh, shit. That'll be fun to watch. I can't wait. So, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go heavy on the Masters. So that's next week. But I did want to bring it up this week because I'm going to dive in pretty good on that one. And then we got to talk about March Madness, baby. Is okay. So this week I didn't wear the hat because I didn't want to. You know, I'm saying this is a big game. So but I'm it's but you've worn it the last two episodes, and they've been winning. Yeah, no, I, honestly, I couldn't find it. I think I left it at work. Oh, <laughs> I meant to wear it. so I think I left it at work, and now I feel like I'm jinxing it. Uh oh, uh oh, which is stuck. I went looking for it before the episode, and I, and I wore it, and I left it at work. Well, I'm then maybe okay. you shouldn't have lied about why you weren't wearing it, and we would have been okay. You said what? You shouldn't have lied about why you weren't wearing it. What do you mean? Oh, don't worry about it. So, let me ask you. <laughs> is this game more important than winning the title? North Carolina versus Duke. For us... Uh, for Duke, probably. Just for the simple fact, if his very last game coaching ever was a loss in North Carolina, like that'd be tough to live your life. Like to live and, your life with that. And North Carolina and Duke, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, have never met in the tournament before. I've never played in the in the tournament. Oh, so the first this is historic, ever, no matter what. Yeah, first time ever, Final Four. If you're t if Duke was to lose and Coach Hay had to ride off with that on his record, I, I honestly believe he'd come back for another year. Like I don't just think be like, he fuck that. <laughs> I don't think he'd retire on that note. It would be absolutely historic for us to send him now off that way. But there's a team in that other game that we owe one. So I don't believe it would be like uh depending on who won the other game. Because we owe Nova. Sorry to say it, as much as the rivalry for Duke is, it's not the championship. The championship always matters more. Okay. And Nova took one from us with that damn buzzer beater from Chris Jenkins in 16. We owe Nova. 
And Hubert was the only assistant coach on that team. You think Nova right gets past the Jayhawks, though? I don't know. That's I why don't. I said it depends on who wins. It, it would be a big game versus the Jayhawks if we still have Roy, because, you know, that's his old squad. But that Nova, I'm looking at that like if we beat Duke, I owe no. They took one from us. We should have been back-to-back. We should have won that. My man Marcus Page hit a double pump three-pointer to tie the game. And this Nick Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I do use it, just not on camera. <laughs> uh, What'd you call me? This dude hits a fucking logo three to win the championship, bro. Uh, like, what? Uh, uh, yo, you stupid, man. I remember that shot like it was yesterday. I hate that dude. And he had a brother on North Carolina's team, like a real oh. brother. Ooh, um, Kenny Britt had like Chris Jenkins and Britt were brothers. They're brothers from, and they're from DC. They're from this area. <laughs> no love lost there, huh? No love lost there. So they have. No so Duke is favored to win, plus one forty-five. Yeah. Kansas is to win the whole title. Uh, Kansas is plus one eighty. North Carolina plus four seventy-five, and Nova plus five hundred. So. Um, it's not looking good for you guys. The the spread in both those games is four. Duke's favored by four, and so is Kansas. I'm gonna yeah, be rooting see, for you, buddy. Who else were we talking about earlier today? Plus four seventy five. You expect them to win? You think they're uber loaded, right? The Dodgers. So, like the odds, we're uber loaded, just like the Dodgers, baby. Yeah, but that's at the beginning <sighs> of the season, bro. I'm this just is saying. the beginning of a whole new season. The Final Four is its own season. It's a spectacle, man. Did you watch any of the, uh, speaking of last-minute shots, did you watch any of the women's basketball tournament? Absolutely. I'm a UConn fan, bro. Dude, how did NC State shit the bed so hard after they hit that game-tying three? Which, by the way, they shouldn't have... Gino shit the bed so hard? Sorry to say, Gino, I love you to death. You're one of the best coaches ever. That game was a coaching farce from a defensive standpoint. By Gino, all the way down the stretch. First of all, let me just say this. Love to uh, Nelson Adota. Got big love for her. She's pretty good. She's a senior. She's probably going to play in the NBA at some point, even though she's really an unathletic big. But she's big. She's like 6'5", and she went to UConn. Bro, she should not be playing in the crunch time when people need a three. You get the bigs the hell out of here. You're not an athletic big. Your ass should be on the bench. Why are you leaving her there? I don't know, Gino, because you're a better coach than that. And you did it all multiple times in first overtime and, I mean, at the end of regulation and the first overtime, bro. So you can't switch everything. The first thing you learn in those situations is you need a lot of people on the floor so you can switch everything. So I don't know what happened to Gino in those moments. It really confused me. I was like, I was baffled. I was like, bro, because if that's a guard sticking the big girl right there, she switches to the flare screen. She switches. Paige guards the Come down, guard the one girl, and she switches to the flare. That three never gets off. I understand how Gino is not, but whatever. He's Gino. I'm not. Who, who can question Gino? I'm questioning him now, but you really can't question Gino because his track record free for itself. And we won the game. But Gino, oh, I was hot. I was so hot in here because he kept leaving her in. And I'm like, bro, I understand she's a senior and big part of the team, and you might need a rebound. But well, we got to figure out another way to rebound. She should not be in defensively because you're supposed to be able to switch everything, bro. Like, that's it. When you're up three, it's switch everything. 
that's the rule. You don't give up a three. You switch everything. But anyway, it's over. We won. So I'm cool with it. But yes, I was so hot, bro. <laughs> like, I was so hot watching that game. Well, speaking of nothing, huh? what else are you watching? Um, I'm watching Master Seven Juniors. That's what? No. Why? Are you trying to learn you how know? to cook? Huh? Are you trying to learn how to cook? I mean, I'm always trying to learn how to cook a little bit here and there, but I like the show. You don't like Master Chef? Juniors? No. So I don't need to watch the little kids do like shit. Huh? Yeah. Kids suck at mean? doing things. They're pretty good for to be like. Yeah, you know, they're pretty kids. good. I don't. I don't. I'm not tuning into television for pretty good. There's a lot of excellent shit on television that I could barely get to. I'm not watching pretty good. They're excellent. Cooks for 11, yo, they're cooking shit. Like, somebody had to cook ill the other day. I don't even know how they came up with some fucking ill dish, but they did it. Like, these are kids, bro. Like, come on. This is our next generation. So these what? Are, this is our future, man. No, it's not my future. It's so their future. It's my kids' future. My kids can watch MasterChef Junior. Not me. <laughs> I don't need to watch a fucking plant grow. I already got a tree in my backyard. You know what I'm saying? They started a new season. I watched MasterChef Junior, buddy. Mm. And All American has a spinoff called All American Homecoming. Pretty fire. Go ahead and check that out. You know what I mean? And then, you know my new normal sports. I'm about. To, it's about to be like I'm about to be sports locked in because it's about to be playoff time. Final Four this weekend, so you know, golf, big tournaments coming up, baseball start, and it'll take us right into the draft, and then football season. The Cowboys suck, though. <laughs> Make no moves, bro. Like they didn't even finish the Wagner deal. Like we don't have Wagner. We lost. Um, we lost Gregory, my boy. Even though he's not my boy anymore, because he ragged us. Whatever. Um, Bunch of butthurt cowboys. Then we lost Amari and Cedric Wilson. Like, who's going to play receiver now? What? What is Jerry doing? Because God was going to be missing at least the first two, three games. Of you the guys season. are going to draft somebody in the first round. A receiver? Yeah. They're not going to be. The top receivers will probably be gone before 24. I don't think anybody worth 20, the 24 pick will be there at 24 receiver-wise. Like. Unless Jamison Williams falls to 24 because of injury. And if he does, we better take him. See, look at you. You just you went back and forth just in an instant, Mike. What? I said, I don't You're think like a only pregnant one woman might dealing fall. with you and your emotions. Only one I think might has a chance to fall because he's coming off the ACL is the guy from Alabama, Jamison Williams. But I don't think he's going to make the 24 either, even with the ACL. I don't think he's going to make the 24. You don't think you guys are going to trade up with somebody trying to trade out? Nah, we don't. There's gonna be a lot of teams trying to trade out. No, you don't think in the yeah. first round, unless unless one of the corners start to fall. Like if Saw starts to fall, or um, the guy from LSU starts to fall, because we were really in the corner market. So if one of those guys starts to fall, and we wanted to draft a corner last year, then we might move up a couple spots. I say if he falls in like the 16, 18 range, and then we jump up, but. That's Eagles. Eagles got 15, 16, and 19, so they're not going to trade with us in the division. Probably not, but somebody else in between there, if Stingley or Sauce falls, then yeah. But I think somebody, I saw a mock draft the other day that got Sauce going one. Huh? <laughs> I saw a mock draft the other day 
that they had Sauce Gardner going one. Where are you and getting these I, articles? And like The Onion or something? Like Mad Libs? I watch, uh, I watch, I watch a lot of uh, my drafts on YouTube. And another I one, was going to say, this is, uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> And then another mock I saw had um he wasn't first in the pick, but he had him number one on his big board. You know what mock drafts are like? Like, you know when you watch a child watch a video of somebody else opening a toy on YouTube? <laughs> That's like watching other grown men talk about the mock draft. Do you know a month that before. guy who opens toys? His name is Ryan, and he's got the number one YouTube in the world. That's one. That's the Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay of... <laughs> Whatever. You're not watching just that because that takes about a half hour. You're watching Nun Kampoop number seven, who has like six fantasy football trophies in his back shelf, breaking down a mock draft that has saucy number one. Come on, that's not happening. Because we're more important. It's an oversaturated market. You're you're consuming garbage. Stop it. Stop it. Don't eat day-old pancakes and tell me it's fresh so French toast. Really I hope they watch our show so they can know how you really Good. feel about them. And, their mock and guess what? We could do a mock draft together, and we'll probably do about the same as far as accuracy goes. All I know is Kyle Hamilton's going top three. What? Kyle Hamilton's going top three. That's all I know. He's not going top three anywhere. And number one pick is going to be Trayvon Walker. Georgia. You don't think Hamilton goes two or three? No. The really? Lions definitely ain't taking them at two if if Walker's one because they're taking the hometown kid, which leaves Houston to take them at three, and they would not take Hamilton at three. Okay. They have I too many holes to take a safety at three. Position I smell another bet coming on. <laughs> I still owe you my ears crap. I know. But I'm hoping to see you soon because I want to do that one in person. I want to film it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then three is going to be a lineman most likely. If you got your pick from Evan and Icky, you'll just take one of them and be happy. Icky across from Tunsil. At least you know David Mills will be protected. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, did you get down on Top Boy? Did you bench through that? What? Top Boy. No, no, I haven't got down on top, boy. Not season two, baby. Not season two. Oh, shit. Setback for Michael Porter Jr. Fuck, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. Michael Porter Jr. had a setback. Whatever. Are you going to watch WrestleMania this weekend? You're super pumped about that? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch WrestleMania, Brendan. Okay. If I had a kid like you, if I had a kid that loves wrestling, I'd be tuned in. Oh, I'll be watching it. I'll let you know if anything fun happens. I doubt it. I know you did. Maybe if I can sneak out to Cali, I can have a reason to watch it because I can watch it with y'all because I know mix into it. Yeah, sure. Just come on down. Might body slam me though. No, he's not big enough yet. Oh, but you know who is? I watched uh, Earthquake stand up special. It's called Legendary on Netflix. It's fucking so good, dude. He's just the best. I almost drove four hours to see him one time. You know that? That would have been worth it. Huh? It would have been worth it. Really? He was in Virginia Beach, and I almost drove down there to see him because I really wanted to. But I was like, man, I'm not driving four hours to see somebody fucking tell jokes. (laughs) Yeah, you could just watch him on Netflix now. 
There you go. No, he's <laughs> dude. He is so funny. Like I won't even ruin any of it. It's a, it's not even an hour. It's thirty six <laughs> minutes. It's like extremely reasonable to watch, but it's so funny, dude. It's there's a reason he's named after a natural disaster. That's all. Oh man. Well. Uh oh. You know what I've been into recently, which I'm going to start watching because I'm out of Vikings Valhalla. That's. All the death has been done, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pick something else to watch at night. So I just, I'm gonna start watching Paul Newman movies again. It's been a while since I've gone on a run through there. I was like Clint Eastwood, and I was like, nah, he's got too much new shit that I don't want to watch. <laughs> I was like, what's the first one gonna be? Um, I like The Hustler. The Hustler's one of my favorites, but Cool Hand Luke is my like one of my favorite movies of all time. However, I have watched it recently. So, although I could watch Cool Hand I Luke. What was? Lucky Number 11. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that pile of shit. I don't even know this guy, man. He's just, I just like the movie. Uh, it's the guy from. Um, You're so random. Have you ever seen the movie O? Yeah, that's Josh Hartnett. That's his name. That's who it is. Dude. That's not Paul Newman at all. That's not even. They're just what? two completely different white people. What? Who the hell? Why does what does Paul Newman have to do with this? Why did you bring up Lucky Number Seven? Because you were talking about movies, and I just talked about a movie I happen to want to see out of nowhere. Like I said, I wanted to rewatch Lucky Number Seven. <laughs> had nothing to do with Paul Newman. <laughs> I just asked you which one were you starting with. I don't watch Paul Newman movies. I don't even know who the hell Paul Newman is. I don't know what the I fuck you're talking about. But now I'm just going to tell the whole thing. Like I have no fucking clue who Paul Newman is. I was just talking with you about Paul Newman and then randomly said some shit. <laughs> uh, just so everybody knows, this is how the podcast started. Uh, we're like, what the fuck were you saying? I don't know. What were you saying? We should record this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know exactly what you were saying. You just more so didn't know what I was. Saying. I don't ever listen to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I wear headphones on this fucking show. <laughs> How the fuck are we on episode number sixty-five? <laughs> Your connection's all shitty throughout the whole thing. You're like chopping up if you go on the internet. Ah, oh, this is why we need a new studio, Mike. I'm working on it, buddy. I'm working on it. In the meantime, it's all right. Keep it cool this week. Uh, this week's Spotify playlist, we're going to do Sam Cooke and Elvis Presley. One real black guy okay, and one guy come, that baby. just wanted to be black. Oh. <laughs> okay, let me ask you something real quick since fucking, we're here already. Elvis Presley. Okay, granted, he stole a lot of his moves from black people. Okay? He did yeah, you're schooling me right now because I don't know shit about Elvis Presley except for he used to do little girls. Whoa, <laughs> what? I mean, you know, he did have some Elvis? wild relationships, but I don't even you know. Hear, you never heard that about Elvis that he used to mess with underage girls? I don't know. I think that's one of those white people things. Like we just refuse to talk about it. So, like, <laughs> if we don't pass it down to generations, then they'll just never know. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the only thing I've ever. I mean, I know like Honky Tonk. What song did Elvis? Honky Tonk uh, Woman is the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I forgot what song Elvis. 
Elvis Presley's like, got some good songs, some famous songs. Jailhouse oh. Rock, Blue <laughs> Suede Shoes. No, like what? Schoolhouse Rock. Not Schoolhouse Rock. Jailhouse Rock. Jailhouse Rock. There you go. I think that's what I was talking about. Yeah, Elvis is good, but he gets he gets a lot of shit, even though he's dead for uh, stealing black people's moves <laughs> and music and stuff. But of all the people that steal black people stuff, you gotta at least like be like, well, at least he did it. Kind of good. Didn't trample all over it know. like an asshole. You steal somebody's shit, at least do it well. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Oh, shit. I forgot what we were talking about. So, on that note, be sure to follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Black Irish Pod. Mike is at Black Irish 213. I'm at Brendallis7. Uh, check us out on YouTube, download wherever you podcast, and tell somebody about us. Just a random stranger walk up to him on the street and go, have you heard the Black Irish podcast? And then just walk away. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, anyway, Mike. Yeah, those guys are funny and black. <laughs> yeah, have, just tell them to listen and guess which one is black and which one is Mike. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, all right. On that note, we love y'all. Hey, I love you the most, Scarecrow. Take it easy. Peace. Love you too, bro.